Your source for community, Muskoka-made talk shows are on Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. This is Arts R Us on The Bay. Good morning and welcome to Arts R Us. I'm Noreen Mitchell. I'm here in the studio with my co-host Karen Cassian. And today we're pleased to welcome Penny Varney. Good morning, Penny. Good morning. Penny Varney will be known to many of you, but I'll just explain who Penny is. Penny's a jeweler, a goldsmith, and she's a participating artist and founder, I would guess, in the inaugural Chris Gravenhurst Autumn Arts Tour. She's also a town councillor. I guess. Good morning, Councillor Varney. Thanks for joining us, Penny. <laughs> Thank you. Just call me Penny, please. Okay. <laughs> you know, in beginning in the year 2000, I became aware of your wonderful jewelry when I was one of the many visitors to your studio on Simpson Road during the Muskoka Autumn Studio mm, Tour. Long time ago. I'm sad to say that the Adams Tour ended in 2019. And how did you feel about that when the Canada's original studio tour ended? Yeah, it was very, it was, it was a bit shocking. I think a lot of us felt that, um, you know, it would keep going. Um, it was 41 years. I was going to ask that. That's yeah, a long time, it was, eh? uh, I think I, I can't actually remember how long I was on it. Maybe, I think you said maybe 2025, 20, I think. Well, actually, you were on it in 2000. I have the brochure from 2000. Okay, so, so there you we go. know that far back. Well, I think I was on maybe then a couple years before that, because I think I helped with that particular brochure with one of the artists. But um, COVID didn't help matters. And then um, after COVID, um, a lot of, of the artists had decided that it was time to retire or change direction. Um, and because the Muskoka Autumn Studio Tour is a registered tour, um, everyone has to stick to the regulations of the tour. And we actually had somebody send out questions to all of the artists asking them um, how they felt about the change or continuing or doing it every other year. I mean, there are all sorts of suggestions to, to try and keep it going. And it turned out that the majority said it's time to let it go. Um, if we can't keep it going the way it's supposed to be done, then we have to let it go and something will change. And that's when I thought... I thought we could just change the name and, and just start up a new tour. But when that didn't happen, I decided let's grab Gravenhurst. Let's grab that weekend, which is the last weekend in September. Um, that was the original time was the last weekend in September. And then it got extended to two weekends. But And let's bring artists to Gravenhurst. And that's when I went to our economic um, development officer Amy Taylor and with her helper Jennifer Brockett who's with who's us here in the studio with us today um, and said you know Gravenhurst is really known only for tourism and this would sort of like the Bala has the Cranberry Festival why couldn't Gravenhurst have an arts festival so we discussed it many meetings together the three of us and um, we started thinking okay now how do we how do we put that word out to the artists. So we started with like going to farmer's markets, the um, Muskoka Arts and Crafts summer shows. Um, Tall Trees had a block party with a lot of artists from outside the area. 
And I just went around, and Jennifer did as well, just asking people if they'd be interested in coming. Um, well, I saw notice at the Max Spring Show, the yes, member show. Yes. And uh, it was there, and it was for the taking. It was a flyer, and it was asking people who had studios in particular, I think, that they were willing to open to the public. But it has to be in Gravenhurst. Yes. <laughs> that, yes. Was the, that was the thing. People wanted to wanted to go further afar, and we said, no, you have to be within the town of Gravenhurst. Um, and we actually, um, I'm sure this will grow because we're still getting people who are wanting to become part of the tour, and right now we have 38 artists. Uh-huh. So do you have uh, guests at studios too? Do you allow them for Yes, guests? and that's something that wasn't allowed at the Autumn Studio Tour. Oh, it was you, yourself. Your own studio. Your own studio, yeah. and you, you didn't have a guest artist. But, for example, my husband and I, Tony is a, my husband Tony is a photographer. He hasn't been on it as long as I have, but it was the two of us. Um, he wasn't with me when we were on Simpson Road, and then when I when we moved into town. I was going to ask when, you how long he's been part yeah, of it because just, I know he came in later. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he's been um, part of it since we moved into town, but we actually have an artist um, in a tent on our driveway. So there'll be three of us at my location. That's Blair Muller. Blair Muller, yes. He was a guest artist at the Arts of the Albion, and that's how I got to know him. So, so the guest um, artists have to be from Gravenhurst? Or, no, no, and nobody, oh. and a lot of them aren't from Gravenhurst. Okay. A lot of artists have come from away. And you're also uh, sort of loading them in various locations, Gravenhurst locations. So yes. you're moving around to well-known areas of exactly. Gravenhurst. Exactly. The Wharf, the Discovery Centre. Uh, you know, a train station, the opera house, the opera house. That's great. Uh, we have a grass grass area beside Arts of the Albion, which can accommodate four tents. I believe we have two, Jennifer, there, and we could take two more. Um, then we have Art um, Rock Paper Scissors, which is a company uh, situated right on Bay Street, and they have three tents that will be on their lawn. And then Kitty Corner to my house. Uh, we're going to have two tents on a neighbor's That's lawn. Great. And um, then there are a few artists like Jim Brown will be at his studio out on um, Mulder Lake Road. And um, Sue Ware is at her her studio, which is out 169. I like the idea that it's cl- all closer all together. All close together, yes. yes. I mean, you, yeah. you could walk to quite a few of them, but the outline ones like John DeLang is in Kilworthy. Um, there's a few that you would have to drive to, but um, trying to k- to keep it within, so it could be a walking tour, but can also be a driving tour. You could see a lot if you went to the wharf. Oh, yes. You could. <laughs> well, yes it's, it's also better for restaurants and, you know, it's just, it's, yes. I remember driving for miles and getting yes. lost sometimes. Yes, and yes. Getting, this is, where, where, where do I get lunch? Yes, yes exactly. exactly. So this is great. Yes. yes. Terrific. I no, love your brochure, excited. by the way. It's, yes, Penny has brought along a map for us, which yeah. we're hoping that'll become more available. And it's like purse size. Yes. Every artist and uh, painting from every artist. And also, uh, Jennifer's going to be putting some more uh, maps in the tourist location at the theater in Huntsville today. So anyone out there who is looking for a map. Maybe that- the Summit Center also. A lot of people are out there. That's a good idea yeah. as well, yeah, Jennifer. Yeah. Yes. So um, what do you think is different uh, then about what people should look forward to as a difference from the Skoka Autumn Studio Tour? Um, 
I think what they'll find, because on the Muskoka Art Studio Tour, it was the same artists, although we we would gain maybe a few. And you're vetted, were vetted, weren't you, to be yes. able to be on it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And yes, you had to be checked out. Um, and not that we're um, just allowing anybody on this tour, but we're not saying, well, no, you can't be on it for whatever reasons. We're, we're really trying to welcome everybody. And arts is food. Um, the media arts, uh, singing, and so the ukulele group will be playing, oh, um, which is the um, Highway 11 ukulele group, who is, uh, the head of that is Karen Hunter uh, from Huntsville. I believe her last name's Hunter. I think it is. Anyway, that's terrible that I can't remember, but I think it is. Um, anyway, I'm part of it as well, so I'm going to be playing on this Saturday from 1 to 2 at the Opera House, and then one to two at the um, uh, down at the uh, Muskoka Lake uh, at the uh, Lions Club Pavilion as well on the That's Sunday great. from There's one to two. There's a lot to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Yes. What do you and your husband have to do to make preparations for having this invasion of visitors through your home? Well, my husband's his um, studio is in our house, and we're not allowing anyone into our house on this tour because it's much more insurance for some for us anyway um so it means our gallery is our garage which has always been our gallery we can't park our cars in our garage um so he has his photography on one side of our garage and i have my jewelry and cases on the other side and um so it's a matter of just rehanging photographs and my Cleaning my jewelry and getting it, you know. Can you tell us a, a bit about how you get got started as a jeweler? We're going to come back. I think we're going to okay. talk about that. But this is a good moment to have a break, and we're going to talk about you. Okay, okay. we're with Penny Varley, and we'll be right back on Arts or Us. Buy Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay, 88.7. I'm Dr. Shervin from Dairy Lane Dental, and you're listening to Muskoka Magazine. This is Arts R Us on The Bay. We're back on Arts R Us, and today we have Penny Varney, who is a jeweler goldsmith and participating in the inaugural Gravenhurst Autumn Arts Tour. And Penny, you she's, were, she's also a counselor. Yes, and Penny, you were going to talk to us a little bit about how you got started in uh, jewelry making. Well, I always go like this. I say, well, I was a nurse in my first life, and then I became a goldsmith, and then I became a counselor in Gravenhurst, okay, but in I'm still a goldsmith. Um, okay, so um, I I was a nurse. I trained at Toronto General Hospital and did some traveling in um, England and ended up working in England as a nurse, met my husband over there. Um, we got married over in England, came back to Canada, and we started our family. Um, did our, you travel, though, before that? Oh, yes, we traveled. We did a overland trip from England to uh, Tibet and into India and wow, did a year of travel. Because your a, husband's photographs uh, yes, know, reference that time. Right? They absolutely do. They do. Um, and so we had our first child, Megan, who is 42. I call her my cellar dweller because she's living with us right now. But our son was hyperactive, really hyperactive, never slept. And I thought, you know what, I've got to get out of the house and do something. And Hillary Cole, who's a very well-known sculptor, mm-hmm. 
very good friend of mine, she said, Penny, you should go to Georgian College and take some art courses and just, you know, you get into the arts and you forget about everything else and you'll just calm right down and everything will be fine with Nicholas. Did, <laughs> it, so, did it work? It, well, it <laughs> worked a little bit. But um, yeah, so that's what I did. And, and for almost uh, seven years, I did part-time courses at Georgian College. And then uh, during the seven years, there a full-time jewelry course opened up and I took that. And in interesting, that was a renowned program. It was, program, yeah, with yeah. Don Stewart, who yeah. has shown his we work in We have Don Stewart. It's not a long time ago. Yes. My first year here, July in 2018. Really, yes. Yeah. Oh, Wonderful guest. Very, very good. <laughs> gentleman and I still keep in touch with him um he actually just has a show I think going on in Aurelia right now at this time um but interestingly while I was doing my course um both my kids because the course went through the summertime and they had children's programs both my children took courses at Georgian College during the summer that would help and my daughter ended up becoming a costume designer she did her training in Britain and then did her MA in art history in Glasgow. And Nicholas is a photographer, although he he, he did his photography at um, Carleton. But he um, is a head bike mechanic at MEC in Toronto, but still is a photographer. Yeah, so it's really interesting how it, it grew. So anyway, that's how I ended up with jewelry. Um, and... I was doing it from my home um, for a while, and then I applied to get on the Autumn Studio Tour. And then I decided I wanted to have my own shop, so I opened up a store on the main street in Gravenhurst, Penny Varney Jewelry Gallery and Gifts. And then um, I did that for 15 years. And then I thought, you know what, it's it's a 24-7 job. And I noticed that the Albion Hotel was up for sale. So I got in touch with the real estate and said, what did they think about a cooperative art gallery opening in their old dining room and kitchen? Because I knew that space. My family has a cottage on Sparrow Lake, so I knew all about that building. And Guy Gagnon, unfortunately, who's passed away, he was buying it and he didn't know what a co-op gallery was. He said, meet me in five minutes. I went there and he said, go for it. So that's when I started calling up other artists in the area and we've been going at the Arts at the Albion now for nine years. And there we end up taking in guest artists. You have about um, 20 artists, right? We have. At any we one have time. 20 yeah. artists, at all, all, as serious artists who are permanent. And then we bring in guest artists every month in the months from May to December. What would you say about your style of jewelry? For- I, I always say I'm sort of art deco. I'm, um, that was my favorite um, history time for the jewelry. Um, when I was doing my studies and, uh, but I, I, at Georgian College, it's a little different. They teach you all the different techniques of jewelry because there's so many, but then you go and pick the ones that you really are interested in pursuing. So I took lots of courses after I finished at Georgian College and I'm still interested in taking new courses. Yeah. What makes one a goldsmith? Mm-hmm. Um, so a silversmith actually is somebody who pounds out spoons, coffee cups, teapots. That's an actual silversmith. Um, a goldsmith is really anybody who works in gold. But the the European definition of a goldsmith, um, you get your goldsmith degree in Europe when you make your masterpiece, which has to take in so many different techniques. 
So we don't really do that in North America. So really, when I say I'm a goldsmith, it's because I work in gold. But not only in gold. Not only in gold. I work in silver, sterling silver, gold, but also, I well, platinum, um, titanium, niobium. Those were uh, elements that I used to work in. Um, as well. Anodized aluminum, I did that too. So there's so many different techniques. Pat, patination is, was part of my, my technique for a while, but there are fumes that come off some of these techniques. And in the last maybe 20 years, been, it's been realized that some of these things are quite dangerous. And even though I used to wear a mask with the cylinders and everything on them, Tony, my husband, would come into my studio and say, oh, my gosh, you can smell the chemicals. And I'm thinking, this doesn't sound good. Maybe mm -hmm. I should think about it. What about, about resin? It. Resin, I, I work with resins, and some of them are very easy to work with, and they're not dangerous, yes. But I wear a mask most of the time, yeah, even when I'm buffing um, my jewelry and anything like that because of all the particles that could come And you're up. always changing. Yes, yeah. I am always changing. And, and how many yes. hours a, a day? This is by Penny Varney yes. that I'm yeah. wearing. And yeah. this was, I bought at the night show. So yes, yeah. A, a summer, a how many hours a day would you doing Well, this? now being a counselor, it's a little different. Um, I have a lot of molds. Uh, rubber molds so that I can cast. Well, I used to do my own casting at the beginning, but now I take my molds to a caster and have them cast and then I finish them off. But I also, because we've moved and my um, my original studio was a separate building to our house, but now my, my workshop is in our basement. So there's only certain things that I can do down there. So I actually go to Toronto once a week and I do repairs and um, and rent a rent a bench, as I call it, from a chap at Fifty Five Queen, and um, do a lot of work down very there. Very cool area. It is a very cool area, <laughs> and also um, my suppliers are all in that building, so it means I can, when I have repairs, if people bring repairs to me when I'm at the Albion, I'm at the Albion every Friday. People drop off and pick up repairs on that day. And uh, so I try and get all my repairs done on the one day that I do go to the city. You're a busy lady. I am too busy. <laughs> <laughs> I am too busy. I'm going to jump back to the autumn tour and ask you um, how you might feel about the fact that there's a Color Me Muskoka Muskoka Chair auction as it's part happening. of it. Yes. yes. Yeah. And that the proceeds will go to the breakfast programs with lo within local schools. And I think that's wonderful. As I know, you started... Some. I started the breakfast program at the high school, yeah, years ago. Um, and this um, um, Muskoka Chair auction is being put on by the Gravenhurst BIA. Um, and they've offered chairs to any artist who would be interested in painting a chair. And then the auction will take place on the Sunday at noon at the Opera House. And that's where they'll be on display, I believe. That's where they'll be on display, yes. I think that's interesting. We've had something similar like in that in Huntsville, but there's always a new chair. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so you mentioned your nursing diploma. Uh, have you utilized that over your career? <laughs> well, I did after I graduated, actually. Um, when I graduated, I worked for one year at TGH um, as a relief nurse. So I worked all over the hospital, so I gained experience in all different fields. Um, my specialty was psychiatry. Um, so I think maybe that's helped me in my being a counselor because I'm willing I'm sure. to chat. <laughs> I want to talk. <laughs> Communication is the key thing to everything, I think. I agree. And, um, and so I did nurse in England 
uh, when I went over there. And then when my husband and I came back from England, I actually nursed at a doctor's office and I nursed at the Bracebridge Hospital for a while. Um, but I have not nursed since um, having our two kids. No. That's wonderful. But, you know, you mentioned your experiences helping. I think your experience as a business owner downtown and on the BIA in your first term helped you all along because I know you have a, a belief in the economic impact. Yes, right? I do. I do. I feel that um, I, I feel that Gravenhurst, I mean, when, when, when my husband and I came to Gravenhurst, okay, it would be, I always go by my daughter's age because she's 42. So I would say like 45 years ago, 46 years ago, um, Gravenhurst was the busiest town of all three towns. Um, and I always say there were 13 ladies wear shops, 13 wow. on our main street. I mean, unbelievable. I think we have three, Jennifer, now. Um, so what happened? Well, um, Muskoka Center was a very big um, industry for uh, people and, and employed, I would say probably, I don't know, close to 300 maybe employees. And then we had rubber set and we had, um, I can't think of the other one, um, Oliver McLeod. And, and all those industries closed down. Okay. And then what happened then was, um, you know, there there wasn't, there weren't the people there for the mom and pop shops mm -hmm. that were working. And they we found that that was unfortunate. And I mean, even since COVID, some of them have closed down and we seem to, unfortunately, have become a town of restaurants, hairdressers, massage therapists, real estate offices. And we actually real estate <laughs> so, yeah. tourism is important. And exactly. I think this is wonderful what you're doing here. That will bring lots well, of we're hoping with actually we're hoping within the town we're trying to make some bylaws that will change that in the future, that it has to be retail at least within the BIA area. Um, um, so we'll see, hopefully, that this will change. Yes. Well, we think the Gravenhurst Autumn Arts Tour will have a big impact. I hope we so. Do. Actually, well, it makes me want to go. About it. How, how can we find out more about mm -hmm. it? Well, I think you've got the website. That it's gravenhurst.ca slash forward slash arts tour. But also, I think you probably can find it by going to the town of Gravenhurst website itself. And um, what about your own work? Can we find you My at Arts at the Albion? Arts at the Albion. And then I'm at the shipyards on the top floor. And then um, at my home. And I, I do a lot of my work, too, is because because I'm known, so I do get phone calls. So I'm very welcome to people calling me or Do you want to give your number? Me. Sure. My phone number is 705-331-8331 or varney at muskoka.com. And we'll just remind people this takes place on September 30th, which is Saturday, and October 1st, running from 10 to 4. And look for it because there's a lot happening. It certainly is. We're so glad you came in, Penny. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, you for asking me. This has been wonderful. Thank you. Karen and I are going to do a bit of a wrap-up of local events. So, Karen, would you like to begin? Well, in the performing arts, the Huntsville Festival of the Arts is well into their fall season. And at Sandhill Nursery, they have nursery nights 
concert series, and that's in one of their greenhouses. Um, they have the Great Lakes Swimmers, September 30th at 7.30. Jen Grant is coming October 13th at 7.30. Spin, October 20th uh, at 7.30. And finally, Ben Kaplan, October 22nd at 7.30. Uh, Hawksley Workman is coming to the Algonquin Theatre October 26th at 7.30. And finally, not finally, but I'm, I'm not going to go any further, Dean Brody, right round here. He's at Deerhurst on November 11th, 8 p.m. So there's a lot happening in the fall. Sure, fall's a busy time for studio tours and other kinds of art things to do. Um, the Huntsville Art Society is showing a program by the Palette Packers, a show there called Creative Memories, and that's on until October the 2nd. In Partners Hall, the artist who follows is a beautiful painter named Stephanie Aykroyd, and her show is called Horizons, and it's on October 3rd to the 30th. Just a, a shout out to her reception is on Thursday, October the 5th from 5 to 7 p.m. That's in Partners Hall in Algonquin Theatre. There's also Huntsville Art Society members showing in the Huntsville Public Library and in Hunts, Hospice Huntsville. And in Muskoka Autumn, I'm sorry, they're in MAC, Muskoka Arts and Crafts is showing um, an autumn, having an autumn's charity art auction and a downtown Bracebridge art crawl, and that takes place at Chapel Gallery in downtown as well from 29th of September to the 14th of October. And so uh, don't forget to check that out. Another auction coming up is the Paddle Art au and Canoe Mural Auction. And this is the one that's put on every other year by Algonquin Outfitters. So you are asked to submit your finished paddles at any store location by October 13th. So the online auction will be held October 23rd to November 13th. In Gravenhurst, we mentioned uh, the Autumn Arts Tour is happening on the September 30th and the October 1st. But while you're there, check out what's happening at the Gravenhurst Opera House because there's middle-aged sketch comedy on Saturday, September 30th at 7.30. And they have a good lineup at the Opera House too, so check out the other things that are happening there. And lastly, I'm going to finish up with reminding people there's sound art as well as other kinds of art. And New Adventures in Sound Art is in South River and they have their sound play festival on right now until December the 9th. And I always like to go there to see the installations. It's interesting to follow sound art. Because we're on radio. There's only one Hunter's Bay radio. We, we are Muskoka. Muskoka.